0: Welcome to another episode of Beyond Baseball Shorts. My name is Jared Perkins, um, and I am here with an awesome guest today, Damiano Palmigiani from the Toronto Blue Jays. Damiano, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, we appreciate you joining. So the first question I always kind of kick people off with is, um, for the viewers that don't know you, just give us a little background in your journey, how you got to where you are um, and made it here with the Toronto Blue Jays and started your professional career.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it feels like it's been a quick journey, but it's got a lot of uh, got a, a lot of layers to it. But uh, you know, briefly put it, I grew up in uh, I grew up in British Columbia, Canada. Um, you know, played all the way through uh, minor baseball there, Cloverdale Minor Baseball, um, and then I actually went uh, over into Alberta. So Canadian viewers might know what I'm talking about, and uh, went over there to play at the Vauxhall Baseball Academy for three years from, uh, the 10th grade to my senior year. And then, uh, <clears throat> played through there, uh, went to, um, uh, Cal state Northridge out of uh, high school did one season of that. Uh, and then, uh, obviously COVID year after mm-hmm. that was a weird year. So kind of a scratch off year, uh, transferred to college of Southern Nevada, um, had the most fun of my life, uh, playing baseball and, uh, had a good year there uh fortunate enough to be drafted by the the blue jays um who even beforehand i guess as a fan were my favorite team so it worked out really well and um yeah and then flash forward to to this year uh finished my first full pro season uh went well you know a lot of good stuff a lot of stuff to work on and it's just uh yeah now we're here so summing it all up in uh like two minutes (laughs)
0: That's awesome. Yeah, no. The first question I got because I worked baseball operations at the University of Nevada Reno, and co- the College of Southern Nevada was a powerhouse in the junior college circuit. What was it like playing there? And what's some of your like biggest memories from that time?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, you you couldn't have said it better. I mean, from from the from the first day I was there. I mean, just the. The, the identity of success that you're ingrained. I mean, uh, when you think of like West Coast uh, JUCOs, obviously outside of the California league, you know, you think of your Arizona schools and, and CSN as well um, as the powerhouses. And um, you're kind of taught to, to embrace that, uh, to be proud of that and to understand that it's a, it really is a, um, you know, it's a priority of the, uh, of the whole program to not only win, Uh, but also to be a pipeline to, you know, top 25 D1 programs Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, pro as well. So, you know, just being around a a lot of uh, a group of guys who were under, who had kind of the same goals as me and, uh, you know, a lot of uh, D1 uh, bounce backs, a lot of, you know, high school prospects that uh, chose not to sign, to go to one-year JUCO, stuff like that. Um, So, you know, just having a lot of great guys around me to push, you know, you know, iron sharpens iron whatever they say. And then, and, you know, the coaching staff just, you know, just super proud of the program and proud of us. So yeah, like I said, it's a, it's a powerhouse. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's up there. You know, I'd put it, you know, I'm biased, but I'd put it as, you know, the top five JUCOs in the nation to, to, you know, to get better and to get somewhere out of, but you know, it's, it was, it was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I remember talking to, was, I think the University of Nevada had a couple guys that uh, played there, and they were like, that team could compete with a lot of D1 schools. Like, hands down, easily could compete with them.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, uh, you know, that's, <clears throat> you know, like I said, I'm biased, but that really is the case. <laughs> that, um, you know, all jokes aside, that is true, uh, especially... Um, especially the year I was there coming out of COVID. So a lot of weird things were happening, Uh, a lot of, uh, you know, a little bit of an older team. Uh, And like I said, a lot of high school guys who, because of the shortened draft, they were going to go. But, you know, whatever happened, happened. And they chose not to sign somewhere. Uh, D1, one-year JUCO. So that team was loaded. Um, And so were all the other schools, which is so cool. Uh, You know, we played Yavapai. We played – you know, like even Salt Lake City, all those like all all these schools were, were it it was a it was a solid, solid you could compare it with D1 baseball in every way and, and I was just proud to be a part of it.
0: Yeah, that Arizona Juco circuit's insane too. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, no, it's awesome. Like I said, like there's you know, that when we're talking West Coast, like yeah. JUCOs, it's it's the real deal.
0: Yeah. Uh one thing I wanna get into too is kind of uh your journey going from Canada to playing college, but how awesome was it to get drafted by the one the the team the only team in Canada
1: right right yeah it's uh yeah it's crazy when when you really think about how how the pieces really have to fall into place for that to happen yeah. given there's only yeah. 30 teams and one from Canada but um you know when when you're uh it, when you're um leading up into the draft uh you know there's teams in the mix that maybe are more than others and you don't want to, you know, for me, I didn't want to say it in the moment, but I was like, man, it'd be really cool if everything, if the chips all fall and it works out with yeah. Toronto, they're my favorite team. And, you know, just it kind of just almost like a dream scenario kind of just unfolded that way. Um, you know, more check, more uh, boxes started to get checked from them and, and more the dialogue got more open. I started to see more cross checkers and stuff and. You know, most of them didn't even know I was from, from Canada, which was, I think, I I, I like that too, honestly. Yeah. And then, um, so it was, yeah, it was, it, it just worked out great. And then just to see uh, my name pop up next to the logo, obviously that just means it's the start of a journey, but um, it's just, you know, it's, it's that first little uh, dream come true of, of, you know, hopefully many to follow, but uh, it was, it was great. And, you know, I got a lot of, uh, I got a lot of heart and soul in the organization, so
0: that's awesome and we had a, a fan question kind of related into this the similar realm um if you had to choose for the world baseball classic would you play for venezuela or would you play for canada
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that's a it's a funny <laughs> question um yeah so as of right now i mean i i can't uh i'm not sure what uh their stance is with the media and disclosing stuff like that but um you know it's going to be uh someone uh in a selection camp uh so we'll just leave it at that and um you know, we'll, we'll hope everything works out and then I can, you know, put it on and, and go compete at the highest level. But for now it's just selection camp and, uh, we'll see from there.
0: It's awesome. Um, so I guess the, the other couple questions I, I want to ask here too, um, we kind of focus on the humans outside of the game. So what are some of your passions that you have away from baseball?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, a you know, I, I'm a big sports guy in general. Yeah. Um, so obviously I do keep up with the, I know some, some guys in pro ball, you know, maybe, uh, have like a disconnect from like MLB baseball, uh, when their season's done and, you know, they keep up, but not like as a fan, but like, I, I'm, I'm all about it. I, I like keeping up with it. I've been doing it since I was a kid. Uh, same with the NBA, uh, you know, NHL, uh, even soccer, yeah. NFL. I just like watching all the, all the sports. It's, it's fun for me. Uh, fantasy is always fun, but, um, Aside from that, you know, I'm I'm a big, uh, you know, a big uh, family and friends guy. I love hanging out with my family, even if it's just sitting around doing nothing. Uh, yeah. Same with my friends. Um, you know, obviously I hang out a lot with my girlfriend too, and and it's just I like to um, I like to chill. You know, that's the that's the best way to put it. If I can kick my feet up, have a good conversation, maybe watch something on TV, uh, that's all I do really. Yeah.
0: If you make that major league debut are you drafting yourself in the first round in fantasy baseball oh jeez <laughs> oh, <geez>, i can't
1: <laughs> if i have the first pick probably not you know <laughs> but maybe you know maybe 10 years from now yeah
0: yeah um just a couple other questions here too um so i always ask a restaurant question like what's everybody's favorite restaurant but we did receive a fan question that said what's your go-to order at the famous canadian donut shop tim hortons
1: oh that's, that's a great <laughs> question actually because i have a perfect answer for it. I go um I go uh sausage farmers wrap with uh large iced latte unflavored and a uh usually just a plain bagel with cream cheese on the side. That's my breakfast right there. That sounds amazing. I yeah.
0: had I've never been to a Tim Hortons and I've been to Canada twice. <laughs> I need to get
1: Yeah, for everybody listening in, uh if you find yourself in Canada, you see a Tim Hortons sausage farmers wrap, trust me, just trust me and uh you're going to be hooked. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. And so the last question I always ask uh, just because we're focused on that human side is for players who are kind of making the same journey with you, whether it's going to JUCO level or trying to make that adjustment for the pros, what's that kind of one piece of advice you always have for guys as they kind of make their way to professional baseball?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I guess there's like two things I'd really stress. I I I'd stress, like, keep your eye on the end goal, you know, never lose yeah. sight of it. Like, say it out loud. You don't have to come across as, as cocky, you know, find your find find ways to verbalize it where people can support you and really understand that it's your dream and you know, you can do it. Um, you know, I always, you know, I always said it, I mean, I'm going to play professional baseball. Um, I didn't ever mean it as look at me and I never said it unless it was called for, but, um, that was my end goal. And so, you know, be okay with verbalizing it and be okay with with, you know, maybe putting yourself out there. So maybe some, you know, some people might laugh and, and some people might just not see it and that's fine. But you know, they that, you know, you got to keep your circle uh, small with people who do see it and do support you and want to get you in every way possible, the support that you need to get there. Now, along with, with the angle, like that's one thing, but the entire, you know, foundation of it has to be with the process and, You got to have that angle in sight, wake up and look at it every day in the mirror. However, it it is a process and you got to absolutely love doing it. You know, um, when I was in Juco, uh, you know, every single before every practice, before every game. And even now in in pro, like I want to get those extra reps in. I want to get off the machine. I want to do everything, make practice as uncomfortable as possible to make the game comfortable. And that's just part of the process. And you do it so much and it could become kind of mundane and you know you, same thing every day some days you're yeah. good at it some days you're not but um you got to you got to love it you know what i mean like you you got to just be okay with doing it look forward to doing it look forward to doing the stuff that that you know is the process and if it's something that you don't like doing or that it's tough doing that that usually means it's something you need to do <laughs> and and i don't love everything i do but i do love that it helps so um that's my piece of advice be very clear with your end goal but and see it every day talk about it every day but you there's no way you can get there without loving the process of it
0: yeah and one thing i really love that you touched on too is surrounding yourself with like the right people because we talk about it all the time i think uh major league university like you're creatures of your own environment so like the people you surround yourself with um are constantly going to um be turning you in the positive direction or the negative direction. So if you have people just help surround with people who are constantly negative and telling you can't do things, then you're just not going to do them. So,
1: right. No, right. A hundred percent. And, and, you know, I've been, I've been blessed with, with a great support circle of friends, family, but, but also like teammates, like mm-hmm. even your own teammates, um, you know, they see the angle for me and I see the angle for them. So, you know, why wouldn't we help each other out? It only makes us better. Right. So it's, it's, Understanding that that you know you want that support around you and you know in order to receive it, you gotta give it a little bit too. You gotta understand like they're in that journey too. So, you know, you gotta help each other out, you know, and it just it just keeps, helps you grow as a you know, as a person and you get that support, you know, you got people in your corner.
0: Yeah, I think that's an awesome perspective to end on and Damiano can't thank you enough for taking the time to join us. Um this has been awesome. Um and
1: we're wishing you the best of luck in twenty twenty three. Awesome. Thank you, Jared. You Redemption.